I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson and Clint Scott. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. 630. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts and comments today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. My eyesight has gotten considerably worse over the last six months, specifically my left eye. Um, whereas before I could, uh, make out the big board without glasses, if I squinted now it's hopeless. Uh, please don't make out with anything in there. Um, why? So you, this is my question. So you read the board without glasses, right? I tried to, but you have glasses. Why didn't you use the glasses? I'm trying to minimize my glasses usage when I don't need to have them. Okay. Uh, because I feel like. Because people don't really want to hear this, but like my left eye has gotten significantly worse over the last, I don't know, four months to the point where I got new glasses like a month ago in August. And even now, if I close my left eye and just look through my right lens, it's fuzzy. So anyways, um, I kind of get headaches and stuff. That's not what anyone is here to talk about, though. Uh, (laughs) We'd love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. At double T ninety seven This on the Yates Flooring Center chat line from Duff in Houston. Let's hope the text line is enough bandwidth for today's show. Yeah, I mean, Woo-wee. it's uh, it's been tested. This is it's it's no problem. Handled handled worse. Oh, on the on the bandwidth. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, somebody says this. No excuses. Wyoming, Wyoming. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, someone else says, uh, hello, Gus and Clint. Hello, guy who jinxed Texas Tech against Wyoming. Thanks, pal. I think you're giving me too much credit. Um, but, uh, you know, if that makes you feel better, you're more than welcome to think that. Uh, this I'd pers- like to accept the hello. How are you doing? On the chat line. Yeah, no problem at Wyoming. Ha. Huh? No, clearly there was a problem at Wyoming. Uh, Tech lost. They lost in overtime. They lost in double overtime. And, Gus, I mean, you were there. Um, it was going great. And then the bottom just fell out, and you didn't really have an answer for them the rest of the afternoon or the evening. Nope. That's exactly right. And uh, it's like a lot of close games that, you know, and it's it's the talk of uh, the losing team. But uh, you, you can go back and look at this or that play that, you know, you make a couple field goals, you this or that penalty or no hands to the face. I mean, we run through any number of things, and if you get like one of those, it, it changes things, but that's uh, – we talked about game script um, and the 7,200 feet and altitude and all that. And, and I don't know that – I mean, we didn't hear a lot of talk about a team that was fatigued at the end when they got beat, but, I, I, you know, you didn't hear, hear a lot of talk about that. But the game script played to Wyoming. My son and I were sitting there and I'm like, man, this first that quarter, first quarter lasted forever. 
and who was who was in control of that quarter? It was us. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the third quarter, like uh, that quarter went quick. Of course, by then we were in a ball game, you know. But they were playing the game that they wanted to, and uh, you know their quarterback made a comment post game, and you know about we wanted to drag them. We knew they'd drown if we dragged them out of the deep end or something to that effect. And uh, you know, and it, and it really hasn't been the 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 um, mark of the Joey McGuire teams, you know, here. But you know, and, and all off season it was it was a seven and five regular season that really four of those games could have gone the other direction It's which team are we you think about the three overtime games and then the the late score to beat iowa state in really tough conditions and uh you know it was that a three three win team that did a lot of great things or was it a seven win team that got lucky you know who knows but uh a lot of that a lot of that returns and uh you know, maybe maybe the biggest concern as we sit here today is like, are there is there a is there a dude is there a star on this team is there a difference maker? No, that yeah, that replaced to replace like a Kosai Eldridge, and, and I don't know that Eldridge and Merriweather and certainly the kicker Trey Wolf were NFL talents, and obviously that was Tyree Wilson, but you know the, those were dudes that made some key plays and key moments that directly led to wins and. uh you know, the other day it 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 just fell short. It fell short across many fronts, and now you're playing maybe the best team on the schedule. This person says in the Yates Flooring Center chat line, uh, "I blame the loss on AD for saying that we could look past Wyoming, LOL." But in all seriousness, it was a team effort. I never said that you could look past them. No, absolutely. You not. and I sat here ad nauseum, um, time after time, saying that we would be very happy with a one point win. Right. Uh, that you know you you couldn't just go up there and show up. Right. Um, you know, even the Tiddlywinks, um, you know, rejoiner that's been played over and over again. I'm not saying that you, I didn't say that you would win. I said that you should win. And um, if anybody out there wants to argue that Tech shouldn't have won that game, you're free to make that argument. I, I think that's a losing argument. Uh, you didn't win that game, uh, but you should have. But what makes this sport so great yep. and what makes sports great in general is that uh, the team. Uh, or the individual that should win doesn't always win. And yep. If they always did, we wouldn't watch because there'd be no suspense in it. But yeah, you should have won. You uh, you spit the bit. You, you it was an arrogant loss. Um, and, and I don't I don't use those that that word lightly. Like I'm not sitting up here normally on Saturday or uh, Mondays after losses, ranting about inexcusable or embarrassing or things like that. But I I do think it was an arrogant loss, Gus, because. You know, your most effective um, component of the run game was Shuck. Yeah. And it was that way for a good chunk of last season, too. And you didn't run Shuck until it was overtime, until the game was in the balance. So you must have thought that you might not have needed it or whatever because you didn't really turn to one of your more efficient uh, offensive capabilities until the game was in the balance. Would have been really nice to have that in the second quarter, you know, or the third quarter. Um, but to just kind of keep that in your back pocket, I don't understand that at all. Um, so, yeah, and, and I think uh, I think uh, Kitley talked about yeah, just calling his number the one time, and you know, I think coming through the summer, the idea was that they weren't going to run him as much to not 
beat the crap out of him, but hopefully get more out of the running game, the running backs. And it was 33 carries for 93 yards. And I think one of the key things that everyone was looking forward to and that was talked about a lot in the offseason was more explosive plays. The long game the other day, a quarterback run for 12 yards. Yeah, nothing that we really talked about and looked forward to in the offseason played out on Saturday. More Tech Talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double D 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Thank you for making us part of your Tuesday with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today till 6.30. We'll have Rangers and Astros. Game two of that series coming up tonight. Uh, pre-game at 6.30. Uh, first pitch around 7 o'clock. High school fans on at 7 on 100.7 The Score. And following that, we'll have the Astros version of the Rangers game on The Score. Uh, I'd love to get your thoughts and comments on the EH Flooring Center chat line at DoubleT973.com. Uh, Redder's dad says, this ADI asked you about a who-we score. Is this a who-we outcome? If there's something worse than who-we, then yes, that's it. Who-wee. I mean, I, I, I don't... Because you you lost to Houston right in '09, you, you lost to Kansas. Sorry, no no offense. In 2019, um, you know there have been games where you've lost to Iowa State plenty of times, where you were on the wrong end of a result against a team that you thought that you were better than. But make no mistake, I mean th- this is I think the fourth worst loss from a point spread standpoint in the last 20 years. Only only three times have you been favored by more and lost <clears throat> outright. It was A&M in 09, um, Oklahoma State in 05, and Iowa State in 2011. And then this one. I mean, North Texas like a 30-point underdog, so it's not quite North Texas territory either time. Um, but not good when you're bringing up those two North Texas losses. No. As, uh, a, as a historical marker. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, this in the chat line. Gus, I was at the game too. Were you the guy that kept on yelling? Was that Josh Allen at the Wyoming fans? No, no, it wasn't me. Uh, I tell you, they're they're uh, in, when that game ended uh, in in the in the stadium. Of course, you you know they rushed the field and did the deal, and that's that was good. You know they had a the their the tech exit for the field to the field involved uh, you know coming out of that whatever our corner was it would have been the southwest corner of the stadium i think well what it meant was they they kept it blocked off because when you walked out of those bleachers you crossed the path of the team Mm -hmm. and so they keep like they keep the fans in the stands at least from that southwest corner entrance until all the personnel are off the field and so and so as we're standing there like man what's the deal you know i mean it wasn't terribly long but it felt really long in that moment as you can imagine yeah, the the their students and I and ours have done this too. So this is no this is no oh they were so terrible because all in all I thought it was a fantastic environment and a fun trip and all that stuff. But we got I got more I did I not me collect me individually but just as part of a group that we got dozens and hundreds of double barrels just students yeah, from, from celebrating what I've read, the, and, yeah and then the running over to our side and just yeah like Nebraska esque almost yeah. 
and the students were as as bad as they could be. And yeah. again, like you said, I mean, it's, tech, it's, tech yeah, students have right. their own reputation. We're not we're exactly. not throwing stones in glass houses. Just no, heck no. But yeah, it was, and and you know, there's there's a lady down there that was just giving it to some kid, and he's down there just scoreboard. I'm like, you know, I'm looking at this. She she was probably your age, you know. But I'm thinking, ma'am, what are you doing, ma'am? What are you doing? The losing battle. There's there's not going to make you feel better, ma'am. Right, and you're just fuming mad okay and that all of that's fine but it's like just don't make it's like road rage all right don't make eye contact well don't let them win <laughs> oh, that, right that, those who anger you conquer you don't let some exactly. snot nose 19 year old right that who's, sleeps on a futon and who's, um, and who's 17 beers in yeah and and again the environment itself was fun you know it was a long long night there as I'm sure it was for you guys sitting at home, but just the rain, yeah. the lightning delay, and all that, and that was a three hour and fifty minute game on top of the delay. And so, I mean, it was just it was long and drawn out, but it was, uh, yeah, they they it, it that that was that was part of the night. Like, oh, geez, this is like this is like getting beat back when I was playing. You just got to eat it. This on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, Wyoming adjusted. We did not certainly felt that way. Um, I mean, certainly felt like you know you kind of expected them to just lay down uh, when you were up seventeen nothing, and then were shocked when they didn't. Um, somebody says this Colorado has just proven that the basketball model of success in year one is possible. This will be the new format for every new coach, whether they have Sanders uh, Sanders name recognition or not. Let's tap the brakes. Um, you know, let's not forget Texas beating Notre Dame. Texas is back. I mean, let's. It was one game. It was a great. Great result for Colorado. A great result for Deion Sanders. Travis Hunter is the truth. Um, and Shutter but Sanders we'll see, is pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, like for for all we know, TC might be just terrible this year. You know, like yeah. I just need them to get four more. That's all I, I care think, about. I and I think they're favored against Nebraska, right? I think you'll get the four more. That's, uh, that's I, the I slogan. Think, just four more. I think they're. <laughs> I think they're very, very fast, um, and and Sanders is really good. Like, was really accurate. Um, made two or three reads on big plays in that game that were elite. And uh, but you know, it's exactly what you're saying. You just don't. We don't have enough context there. But he made a couple of huge throws, a couple of great reads, picked up blitzes, did the things, and and their speed, their skill, speed, and then what you said. You know, I, my only thought was. Uh, like how how long can Hunter play 120 snaps a game? Like when he rolls an ankle, what happens? Right. Uh, but but their their speed and and especially at the skill spots is elite because that you know they they were able to take some make some plays and run away from people in a way that you go you, you look at it one of two ways and go that's that's really good speed or that TCU bunch looks slow and and we're gonna find out over time. Sure. But uh, I also thought like I mean it wasn't just. Boy, that is the best offensive line in the country. I was surprised how TCU well, for the got, most part, that they that they pass yep, protected yep, against TCU. I agree. I, a lot of quick game. Yeah, and th- sure. that's a, that's right. And and during that game, I was saying that just, uh, and I was sort of in and out as that day was going along. Like, man, I didn't see TCU get any pressure. Like, I mean, hardly anything that even got him off. You know, I, I guess you'd, they'd say off platform, but if if that's the right word, but. You just you know, and a couple of times that he did have to roll and throw, he was money with it. But 
Yeah, that's and 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 that my the most impressive thing to me is just the the pure fundamental of the idea that there's 80 new faces or 60 new faces or whatever that is, and and that it's come together that quickly. You know what I mean? Like, because they didn't have a bunch of pre-snap mess. They didn't have undisciplined stuff. They were. Yeah, I mean, that were, was TCU. TCU ten penalties, seventy eight right, yards. Right, and and uh, two turnover to just one. And the, and and that's a team of a bunch of dudes that have been together. A lot of them have been together since the summer. I mean, that, that's not like well, they all did spring ball together. They no, but now, uh, I think the question is, can and not to take anything away from the win. The win is gigantic. It's huge for Colorado. It's huge for Deion Sanders. It, no matter what happens the rest of the way out, I mean, more or less, it, it legitimizes him further, um, all, all that. It's a great story. Um, but yeah. 55 rushing yards, can you, can you win reliably, consistently in a Power 5 league with 55 rushing yards a game? And, and I don't know. I mean, their own line was a question mark. Um, you know, if this is your model of success or, or model to win or your, your pathway to a win, throwing for 500-plus, getting 100 snaps out of Travis Hunter, who, again, is phenomenal. Um, I don't know. That just kind of, to me, is a recipe for some variants which may come back to bite them. This and the Yates Flooring Center Challenge. I was at Laramie in 91. Same damn thing happened. 17-point favorite. Spike wasn't ready. Well, it looks like the Red Raiders weren't either. Uh, this year. More Tech Talk next. Oh, they were so terrible. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. With Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. Love to hear your thoughts and comments today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Jordan has this. I know he played bad, and Wyoming was so much better than we expected. They have a very good defense. Uh, They have an okay defense. I think you'll see better. Yeah, I think probably see more athletic for sure i mean and we knew they had 10 returning starters and and uh i think that was our analysis not that there was any big earth-shaking component to this but the 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 take on the game was that they were going to try to tilt the game to their defense to uh play well and keep it close and they did i mean they got themselves back into the game fairly quickly after a 17 to nothing first quarter as you well know and and uh the the one thing they didn't do they didn't have a lot of of uh you know there was like zero busts i mean there was just you know hardly ever anybody sitting wide open um at least not for those first two offensive drives no no yeah after that absolutely and uh it, yeah, and, and whatever adjustment or them them calming themselves down was probably a big deal because they had some pre-snap deals offensively, a couple of turnovers right. early. I mean, that, that first quarter for them was a mess. Uh, and they calmed it down and, and, and didn't just bum rush their way back in, but just slowly, like, you, you kind of like, all right, these guys are back in this game, you know, and and uh, and it went from there. But, yeah, I, I – uh, it's, it's – I mean, I'm, I'm, I would – almost say with certainty that this weekend we're going to face a group of better 
athletes defensively. Now, are they going to play as well? Quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not even talking about yeah. the offensive side of the ball. I'm just talking about the, the Oregon defense. You know, we're this – this uh, the Wyoming group did did things in a way. I mean, that Wyoming team beat us in a way that I felt like um, the the way I've felt in the past, not specifically in the recent past, but maybe that you get beat by Iowa State or Kansas State and go out of money. It's just know? so damn boring, right? It's just so damn boring. They're not better than you. Right. The way that TCU but, but, was miles better than you in 2014, right? right? But you make the mistake. And they they capitalized. It, it was a boa constrictor, and you just you just you just gagged. You you just failed to respond at every turn after it was seventeen nothing, and you just you just gave it to them. Like you just played right into their hand. And it was so damn boring, so damn boring. Yeah, just brutal. Uh, this in the chat line. Somebody says, "Why were we even playing in Wyoming? Put aside, you had more talent, and you play who's on the schedule." Blah 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 noise. But why would you make your team go up to a place like this to play both? Most ADs aren't putting their team in this situation. It's a home and home. I don't know. Yeah, it's a Kirby Hokut question, I guess. Um, I mean, I got I, think, I got no problem with it, but I think the first home. I think they're, they're, they're supposed to play. I think in 2020, but COVID was canceled, and so now they're back on the schedule in like 2028 or something. Yeah, they'll, like yeah, they'll they'll be back here. Yeah. Um, this in the chat line, an arrogant loss perfectly describes it. Someone else says, Shuck is slow as molasses. Maybe slow, but he's big. And he was the most effective runner you had on Saturday. And it's just a shame that you didn't choose to run him until overtime, basically. Um, Somebody says, uh, they're group of five. You should win those games. LMAO, I agree. Um, This on the chat line. Uh, from Sooner Lubbock. What do y'all think of Texas State? I think the quarterback is really good, Finley. I think uh, their offense gave Baylor all kinds of problems, which is somewhat ironic considering it's the 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 GJ Kinney offense has got a lot of Bryles elements to it. Um, but I mean, they for for all of our angst here in Lubbock, right over kind of gagging away a game that you should have won. I don't think there's any question about who the better team was on the field Saturday in Waco. I mean, Texas State just looked way better. Is that right? Wow. I, and I didn't see a play of it. But, um, yeah, just in seeing that score and knowing that, yeah. And, and of course, quarterback goes out in that game and Coronado's Sawyer Robertson mm-hmm. will be starting for them. This, and he played in the game the other day, but he's he's you know came into the season as their number two quarterback and he'll get the start this weekend against – a pretty good Utah team. Because, <laughs> I mean, both teams, two turnovers. Uh, Baylor did have five more penalties, but it wasn't like, you know, only 14 more yards out of the deal. Neither team ran it particularly effectively. Um, T- Texas State was actually worse on third downs, um, but they just they just looked better. I don't know what to tell you. They, wow. just, they just looked better. Um, and that game was in Waco, right? It was yeah. in Waco. Yeah, I mean, Oof. it was – yeah, I had that on the other screen. It was incredible. Uh, Duff in Houston has this. What do you all think that we learned Saturday and what do we need to fix? Well, I don't – I mean, I don't know that you – I'm sure they learned a lot, right? The, the, the talk always is that, hey, you make the most improvement week one to week two, right? Yeah. That might be a cliche, but cliches are normally true because – um. What do we learn? Again, I don't. I don't know. 
Ask me again next week. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think the 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 things that they learned and learned is a kind of a different kind of word, but I, I think I understand the spirit of the question. There, um, you know, there, there's probably a lot of internal X's and O's things. You know, there was a blitz pickup where two guys blocked down and their dude came clean and smoked. Show. You know, you, you can run through a lot of that kind of stuff, which probably is a lot of first game thing and 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 some things that were probably confusing um some easy things to clean up i mean i would say this you know we you felt like you had three veteran guard center guard and i can't sit here and say how who played great and who didn't but stats had a bunch of shin burner snaps that that didn't you know they don't they don't just throw the play into havoc but it throws off the rhythm of the thing for sure and just you know and Wilburn wasn't great. I mean, it's just hard to point to what we thought was a strength and say, yeah, those guys play great. More Tech Talk next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hi there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3, Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6.30. Love to hear your thoughts and your comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Uh, this on the chat line. Uh, the morning guy said that Joey just had a bad day. What if it's two Saturdays in a row? Then what? Well, then you're owing two. You know, I, I, I didn't hear what they said, and I, I don't like... Um, you know, responding to uh, what people say, other people said. You know what I'm saying? I guess hearsay. I, I don't. I don't know that you can distill it down to just kind of one thing or one person. I, no, I mean, I don't either. You, you didn't. I don't know. Um, I'm a lay person. Didn't seem like you really changed things up much defensively throughout. Like you just kind of did the same stuff and hoping it would work, and it just didn't. Um, you know, you you, you sent quite a few folks there and while it may have pressured um that Wyoming quarterback you never really got home enough and then offensively yeah you just went into a hole and just disappeared for three quarters I don't I don't know you can pin that all on Joey no uh, and I then Chuck so. wasn't good no that's right and and I and I and it wasn't all Chuck but there no. were yeah there's there's you know they even talked about the somebody asked specifically about the, the number of batted passes at the line I think there might have been four that they got a hand on, and uh, you know, Kitley addressed it, and two of them were two of them were on Shuck. Another one was a lineman that instead of whatever chop blocking or whatever to get the dude down, you know, pass blocked it, letting stand up and just probably in an RPO type thing. But I, I he that's me saying that, not him. But you know, and, and and those are and he described it in in the perfect way. Kitley did. He said we played with ten. And it, it's, he said, and that's sort of a phrase he uses where 10 guys do the right thing and, you know, I miss a block or you, right. you do, you know, you drop the pass or you miss the throw or whatever. And there was a couple of times on, you know, I, I'm, and again, I'm saying this off of memory that on a third and seven, a four yard pass was completed, but it was at the shins and, you know, Xavier White has to go down to a knee to catch it. And it's like, okay, it's fourth and three, you know, where an accurate throw gives him a chance to make a play and, and run and get get pick up the first down. And just, I mean, you could go through a bunch of that stuff, especially as the, the offense was bogging down. It was like there was a, a specific play in each series that put him behind, and they weren't 
there weren't penalties. I don't think there was an offensive holding, like an you know an interior line holding penalty called all night. And so, with that in mind, you know it's 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 hard to hard to talk about sloppiness on the line uh, in that regard. Nor nor was it a sieve and just the quarterback pressured and you know throwing on the run and running for his life all night. But it was just you know just out of sync, out of sync, out of sync. Never really getting the the second and twos and second and ones because you're peeling off an eight yard, you know, play to start drives and stuff. And I, I, I mean, there, there was the run one, game didn't help you there either. No, no, no. You were able to yeah thirty three for ninety three. Yeah, the, and and Jerron Bradley had it for, for the guy that was targeted the most and numerically had a decent game and um, he had a drop right there in front of us that was on about the five yard line and Shuck made a money throw kind of stuck it in the stuck it in the alley behind the corner and put it on the numbers before the safety could get there. And it was going to be a first and goal from the five. And, and he was kind of, he had, kind of had to go down to catch it, but he, he just dropped it. Yeah. And then Could've I had think, miles price in that play too. Yeah. And I think, open. and I think I didn't realize that, yeah. but I think the, uh, um, and then the next play I think was the field goal block or whatever, the line drive field goal into the rear end. And so, you know, and again, so it's, it, it you, can't, you can't just point to one thing: the kicker sucked, the quarterback, the this, the that. No, but it, it's like the whole the whole bunch yeah. has a hand in it. It was and a team loss. Yeah, absolutely. In, in no the doubt. most there's frustrating, no goat, there's no goat to that game. Yeah. You don't look at the one guy. Oh man, the poor Joe Blow blew the game. And, and like, the worst nah, part about that is you don't have anything to feel good about. No, that's right. Not you much. Know, like there's there's not one thing that you go. Well, at least we have this in our back pocket. No, you you have no pockets. No, you have nothing. Nope. Um, and, it, and, and maybe it was just a bad day, right? And and that happens in sports. That happens in radio shows. That happens, <laughs> you know, if you're a plumber or an accountant. I mean, every that's, single person, your performance varies day to day. That's human performance, right? man. That's exactly right. That's why we enjoy sports. Um, and, and maybe that was just yours, the way that Tulane was K-State's last year or Louisiana Lafayette's was Iowa State in 2020 when they went to go play in the Big 12 championship game or, or – Tech in New Mexico in 04, you know, and and really that's all you kind of have to hope for right now. And and yeah, and then they can come back and play a lot better and still get beat this weekend because that's how good Oregon is. But uh, you know, they'll they'll there there's no doubt. I mean, there's no doubt that they'll the they're all eyes on Oregon. And I don't I don't think there's any question that they were all eyes on Wyoming because. You know, we've sort of had hinted at us. Oh, they overlooked Oregon, or yeah. You know, I mean, they were looking past. There was nothing. There was not. I mean, it was it was even a a talking point within, you know, every everything to leading up to it. Like there was no conversation coming out of that team or anything looking past Wyoming. They just went up there and didn't play good and weren't sharp. But I, I don't think there was any. I don't think there was any. Uh, you know, looking ahead to Oregon or anything because there was never any of that coming out of the team throughout all the preparation but uh, you know for whatever reason like you said if it was if there was a a, a relaxation that came over them up 17 to nothing who, who knows but uh, slowly but surely a missed field goal here and a turnover there they had a great chance in the second quarter with the interception down probably what 25 30 yard line going in hands to the face you know i mean just some of those little dinky things that you go back and replay a game and like man that's there's any of those plays changed, but that's you know the the result could be different, but that's the talk of the loser. I think I think bigger picture, you, you hope that uh, that McGuire is able to whether it's you know these last few days 
or during the off season, kind of nail down where things went wrong and and improve and learn from that. Right, kind of the way I think that Mike Leach did that um, in those first two years when you lose a bowl game to East Carolina and crap like that. Um, Robert says this. How about those Yankees sweeping America's team over the weekend? Ad, yeah, I know that was great for them. Um, r- really uh, nice to see a pretty beleaguered franchise have a little bit of success. Um, you know, against a, a world champion caliber franchise. Um, you know, I did <laughs> see that. Astronauts. Yeah, I mean, they're they're just one more win away from being 500. Are the Yankees? So that's a good goal to have. Um, and eight games back in the wild card. So I mean, they're to dream. You'll appreciate this. With a win today, the Astro, the Yankees would be 69 and 69 nice. for the first time since 1969. Thank you. How about that? I thought you'd wow. like that. Put a, something to put a smile on your face today. Yeah, so we come into today with Seattle and Houston tied atop the league and the Rangers one game back and suddenly and 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 we've sort of been here with the Rangers. I think I heard yesterday during the broadcast 10 and 14 since Josh's injury. Ooh. Something like that. And uh Emily did say in one of the broadcasts over the weekend another 2 to 3 weeks. This is about on on course for the timing, but the bigger thing I think was uh um ERA over the last I think maybe four and ten, whatever the last fourteen games is like bullpen ERA about six, and that probably didn't change much yesterday. Uh, they got roughed up pretty good. Although of all people, it was Seager booting a double play ball that blew that game open yesterday. But yeah, the Rangers don't need to. Uh, they they can lose two of three at home, but they've got to get a you know they've got to get a game today or tomorrow. Their uh, their bullpen ERA right now is four eight six. Um, the following; these are the four teams that have made the playoffs um, since '95 with the worst bullpen ERA. Four teams: the '97 Mariners, they lost in the ALDS; uh, the '03 Red Sox lost in the ALCS; the '05 Red Sox, they were swept in the ALDS; and then the here's the good news: the 2019 Nationals. They oh, rumor has it they won the World Series. <laughs> well, so there you have it. More tech talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6.30. would love to hear your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. Someone has this in the chat line. We were outcoached. Yep. Uh, someone else says this. Um, I was there too, walking to my car. Some teenage fan was saying, y'all go back to your big old state. Some of our older fans were drawn off sides by saying, come on, dudes. When you lose, at least have a little class. They were kids. I just, there's no reason to engage. The losing team can't win those conversations in no scenario. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean looking, the fans of the sure. losing team. The beauty of it is our group, and we, we had a good setup. We were we were walking. The Airbnb we booked back in March was, uh, and that was my daughter-in-law getting all the credit there, but we were walking distance, so it was it was awesome. Primo. Yeah, and, and the, our observation as we walked back was, hey, there's no students here to, like, be in our hip pocket all the way back to the house and doing the drunk yelling thing and all that stuff. There was a tiny little bit of that. Because they were all on the field celebrating, yeah. After giving us all the double barrels, so I that that part sort of worked out, you know. But it it was 
the, the whole environment was good though as, as far as i'm concerned uh this on the chat line i've listened to a lot of radio pregames over the last 20 years uh 30 years i've never heard john harris be so confident about blowing a team out um someone else has this um this is sassy raider suggesting tech does another kick for rent field goal contest now, i don't i don't know that i'm super down on gino garcia uh he did nail like what a 54 yarder um he he kicked that field goal at the end to send it to overtime which was a, a pretty pressure packed situation I don't fault him for the um, end of first half miss. For one, he made it the first time he attempted it. And then two, the whole thing, the whole operation was janky. Um, so he gets a pass from me on that one. And then the one where it was blocked, kind of, I mean, again, not an expert layperson, but whoever that lineman was w- gave up a lot of ground there mm-hmm. to, to get doinked in the head. So. It, yeah, it looked like he mishit the thing, but I'm with you. You don't know that it wouldn't have been a line drive kick. The, uh, I mean, I, th- I think about the the kicks, and of the five, we had a 54, 50, and 49, like somewhere in there, you know. I, I mean, I, the, the, and we we haven't gotten into this, you know, got all day here, but the, you know, we had first and goal from the 12 or 14 with a minute and a half left or whatever after on a pretty clutch drive, got the ball back. Mm-hmm. For all of the negativity around this, um, got the ball back and drove the field and had first and goal. I think it's from the 12 or 14. I've got the play thing here. But the, the point is, and then a couple of maybe an incomplete pass and a two-yard gain, and then the, the little little tight end pass that their dude stayed at home and undercut our tight end. You know, he caught it for a little three-yard gain. And then the 29-yard kick. Uh also credit their the toughness of their quarterback because I thought Hutchings I, I I when Hutchings smoked him on a play that I thought this was just run out the clock time I thought Hutchins like broke a collarbone or something you know I, I thought he was done or or concussion or whatever else and not only does he come back he makes a critical run for a first down and ended up making the plays that won the game in overtime their QB so that kid was that kid was tough as nails. Steven says this, still have any hope that the O-line could be a strength of the team? I, I don't know that uh, I'm willing to say at this point right now that I have hope in anything. I mean, we'll just see what happens on Saturday. Um, Justin has this, Tech will be just fine. It was a single bad day in my opinion. Our O-line looked pretty good. Just let, uh, just felt like the receivers weren't getting open or playing, letting the play develop too slow. Maybe a closed playbook to surprise Oregon shrug emoji. I, I would... I would hope not. I would. Yeah, I would hope not. I know, and and I would have a hard time with. Again, I would have a hard time with the idea that any any single unit vastly outplayed another unit or underplayed yeah. another unit because I have a hard time with the idea that you know there weren't a lot of receivers just wide open. And again, I I can't imagine that Wyoming defensive backfield is chock full of NFL corners and safeties and stuff. Now, experienced group that was in all the right places for most of the night, yeah. But, uh, you know, I have a hard time with any of that. It felt like there was a couple times that there was cover sacks. Um, It didn't feel like we had a single lineman that got worked over. But, again, you you know, in in that as opposed to, you know, this time last year against Houston or against uh, – You know, Rodgers right, gave right. up three sacks. Or say, yeah, we didn't have a situation like no, you, that. You were okay in pass yeah. pro. 
And the whole run game operation was a disappointment. Right. I mean, every that, component of that. And all of that. And again, the, the, we don't even have a 50 yard run to hang our hat on. It was 33 for 93, and the long run is 12. I mean, that was a bunch of two and three yard gains. I mean, that's, that's all that thing was. Which, you know, it's so much of that is just beating the person in front of you. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you can't do that against Wyoming, and. You know, we we talk about and have talked about their defensive front. This is not a surprise to us that it was the strength of their team, but you're going to see better. And if you can't do better against Wyoming, then you're going to be in for a long season. Um, This on the chat line. uh, What we learned was overall we are now what we thought we should be, but maybe can get there by the end of the season. Someone else says, want to make a wager that the national title game, both teams will have one loss. Nope, couldn't care less about that. Sam has this in the chat line. AD, quick update. I went to Chipotle and had a Mr. Pib. It was everything I remembered. How about that, Sam? <laughs> nice. Thought that I would share some positive news on this down day. It's the best news I've heard all week. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy for him. Legitimately stoked for Sam. I, uh, You know, I, I had some this weekend. I sent you guys a picture in honor of Sam. So little did I know, same page. You know, he did it. Good for you. Really uh, proud is the word I'd use. Steven says, didn't seem like we could get off the field on third down that worried me. Also seems like we struggled matching up with big physical tight ends. Um, well, somebody, the, the, the third down thing, I think we won that. But late in the game, when we had a chance to get off the field, we couldn't. And and in overtime, had a, the, the, well, the game-winning touchdown was a fourth and seven. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at DoubleT97.3.com.